Hi, it's Jeanette Smalley speaking. I'm the general manager over at Cancer Help in Preston. Um, and I'm talking today with my friend Azar Khan, who I met when he came and did some interning with us a couple of years ago. Um, and Azar is a psychology and computer science student at Lancaster that has his own podcast. So I thought, who better to have a conversation with for our inaugural um podcast from uh, the team over at Cancer Help. Um, so the first thing that I do want to say um, as well is um, just that, as I said, this is the first of a number of podcasts that we're wanting to do. Um, wanting to talk to uh, healthcare professionals that are working in the cancer field, any patients or carers that might want to or brief people that might want to come and talk to us as well. Um, and in addition to that, we'll be running a number of other sessions with some of the team at, at Cancer Help. So that will be all being well, some of the trustees, um, some of the therapy team as well. Um, so just so you can get a little bit of a feel for us so it doesn't feel quite as flat um, as just looking at uh, a website or following our Twitter or Facebook uh, messages. So um, just so that you know, um, we do have a Twitter account that is at Cancer Help Limited. And you can follow us on Facebook through Cancer Help Preston Limited. So now it's over to Azar. Hi, everyone listening. Uh, I think Jeanette did a great job of introducing who I am. So I said before, I've been running my own podcast for a good 10 weeks now. So me and Jeanette had a conversation one day and we brought up the topic about how to raise awareness about charity because the work they do over at the charity is it's phenomenal. I'm going to be honest with you, it's very takes a lot of effort and they're just all unsung heroes, that's the best way to explain it. I am simultaneously an outsider and an insider to the charity. So, you know, I can see how it looks like from the outside, but I can also see how much work goes in on the inside. And one thing that I guess needs a lot of applaud for is um, over the pandemic, we're in our third national lockdown. They've been active throughout all three of them. They're still um, running their services. They're still um, trying to find out ways to reach more people, which I think is amazing. We're starting this podcast to, um, well, I guess Jeanette probably summarised it really well, but, um, you know, just to raise a bit more awareness about the things that they offer. Um, they offer quite a few services, but I don't think neither knows about them. I, before I interned at the charity, I wasn't aware of all the services that they offered to not just to cancer patients, but... Um, to quite a few patients. Uh, Jeanette, would you please talk a bit about that? Yeah, about who we offer services to. So uh, we, we obviously we set up as a, as a cancer charity um, initially, um, but Margaret O'Donoghue, our founder, very much had a clear vision at the time that it wasn't just about supporting patients, it was about supporting the family uh, that were around them as well, because obviously they, they are supporting the patient and quite often running the household, uh, going out to work quite often as well. Um, and also children can be affected uh, as a result of somebody having a cancer diagnosis. So we have a family support service uh, as well. And on top of that, uh, we also have a children's bereavement charity, the Stride Service. And the Stride Service um, does support um, youngsters, so children, young people. So realistically, from five years up to 18 years of age, um, and supports people, young people that have had a bereavement irrespective of the cause of death. So that's not a cancer-specific service. Um, we also provide uh, bereavement support as well. We host a number of support groups. And, you know, the team have been 
very busy uh, developing new services. So we have a number of groups that meet. We have a number of, in normal circumstances, we have a, a number of cancer support groups that, that meet there. And whilst they're not kind of the cancer help team as such, it very much feels like that because, you know, they, they're the ones that have had the cancer experience and the support that they offer being able to talk to other patients and family members uh, that have got a cancer diagnosis in, in a different way to how a clinical person would speak to them uh, is invaluable. We also, in no, again, in normal times, have a, a yoga group that meets. That's run by uh, Deborah Hopkinson, who is uh, the chairperson down at the Gentle Approach for Cancer as well. Um, Deborah's sessions are still now being offered, but they're online um, just because we can't really do any group work at the moment. And uh, we run a self-management programme. We have a complementary therapy service in addition to our um, counselling, talking therapy services as well. So there's kind of a very broad uh, range of support services. And, and one of the other things that we want to do this year is to take a look at um, what other services we can offer. So we have a very close relationship with the uh, the secondary care team. So that, sorry, it's it's actually at the cancer centre now. So um, at Preston Hospital, which is our nearest hospital, we get lots of referrals through from the team up at Preston, but we do get self referrals as well from people that have picked up our information leaflets or have had a family uh, or friend uh, that has access services as well. There's quite a wide range of services you offer, like. It's a lot more than the name suggests. The name is obviously Cancer Help, but it's not just for cancer. It's more about the help. I would say it's something that you know should be should be noticed, should be given, um, should be seen. I guess that's the best way to explain it. And I suppose this is a platform to to kind of um, promote some of that. And and you know the team have worked really hard. It's it has been a. a a proper team effort and you hear that said sometimes you think yeah okay uh, but it, it really has been you know our therapy team at the end of March went to providing remote services now that's something that most of the team hadn't done before so they were on a very steep learning curve when we could offer services we went back to offering face-to-face -face work but sadly with uh, Preston is, is one of the areas where you know, we just came out of lockdown and the, the actual numbers of, of new cases started going up again. So we found that we were in enhanced measures, or I don't think that's the right word, but we it was kind of tied to restrictions for us from very early on in August. So it, it kind of has really impacted what we can offer. And and I am, I'm really saddened that we've not been able to do the group work um, since the end of March, you know, offering the support groups. Um, a centre. We did offer that they could uh, meet and and do Zoom sessions, but it's not the same. Um, and I know a lot of those support groups have stayed in touch with the members through phone calls, and a number of our team have done that with uh, with clients that haven't been accessing counselling services, but we've still kind of stayed in touch with as well. Um, so it it has been um, it has been uh, a, a difficult time. You know, it my roles changed. Um, most of the time uh, during the first lockdown, it, it was kind of trying to find funding to keep us going because obviously all our shops were closed. We couldn't do any fundraising events. Um, our friends fundraising group uh, normally are very active during the year um, and their events were put on hold, which was which was difficult. But they've um, they absolutely they did absolutely brilliantly over Christmas. They put a, an online raffle together and raised nearly six thousand pounds for us, which is which is absolutely wow. phenomenal. When people 
think of like key workers and people who you know work during these really really difficult events um, we always think about you know NHS and people working in yeah I guess NHS is the best way to describe it which obviously have been doing a phenomenal job they've been doing amazing you know there's also people who are providing other services so you know who the NHS signpost people do like charities like you um, services because you're not just a charity you're you're a big part of the community of people. And, and it, it's, it's difficult, you know, the impact of this is going to last for quite some time. And, you know, we're just trying to plan to get through things as best we can. But, you know, it's kind of, well, we, we have to keep looking forward and, and remember the most important thing about why we're here as an organisation. And that's about looking after people, predominantly people that have had a cancer diagnosis. And, you know, one of the good things about our services is that we haven't had the same restrictions uh, that some organisations have had, where the doors have had to be closed for all of the lockdown periods. We've still been able to provide services um, by going to offering services online. It wasn't a priority for us previously looking at providing that online support. So kind of it's out of necessity we've we've kind of looked at providing services in a slightly different way. But in terms of uh, people accessing services, the main thing that they just need to know about is that we're still open for business. I think, um, I think we've pretty much given a pretty good idea of what goes on behind the scenes, what, what we wanted to do with this first episode. Well, I- I just want to say thank you for Azar for, for um, kind of guiding the conversation and and, um, um, and and the other thing of course is you know if you're listening to this and you need some support please pick the phone up um, you know the team are here to support you um, and if you've got a family member or a friend that's struggling at the moment as well think about telling them to come and have a chat with the team here um, that's about it really I know we've got some difficult weeks and months ahead still um, so as I said, it's just really thanks so much for listening and um, hopefully you'll tune in to some of the other later sessions that we do.